Eve Smack from the Man Cave, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for what? It is February the 4th. Una, dos, tres, cuatro. You're like, man, are you Spanish? Uh, only when I go to the Mexican restaurant. I know how to talk that language, okay? Big O burrito. <laughs> Hey, today we're going to be in the book. That was funny, guys, 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 guys. That was funny. Okay. Hey, today we're going to be in the book of Job. Okay. We're going to be in chapter 12, verse 22. It's a short verse, and it reads like this. He reveals the deep things of darkness. What? Listen very carefully. This is talking about God. Capital H, capital E. He, God, reveals the deep things of darkness and brings deep shadows into light. And you're like, what's this talking about, Matt? Guys, one of the greatest mysteries, okay, throughout the Bible and our Christian life is how does God take the darkest of times that we experience as humans, as his children, and he turns them around, okay, and shows us the light that was in the situation. He actually, as we're walking through that season, that event, that tragedy, okay, that heartache, that pain, okay, he's walking and it does seem dark. Okay, all, because we're, okay, card-carrying citizens of the human race have gone through these depth of soul experiences, have we not, okay? But here's the thing, as a Christian, whether I can see it or not, whether I perceive it or not, whether I understand it or not, God is with me. God is hand-in-hand hand with me as I'm walking through that tragedy, that event, okay? Some people, during these events, they run from God, okay? God has allowed those events, so you run towards God. God is your comfort. He's your source. He is the abiding peace that you have every single day. You need God. And the more that you realize that nothing satisfies like God himself. See, the greatest reward in this life, okay, isn't a thing. It isn't a person. It isn't a event. It isn't cash and gold and silver. It is God himself. He is the greatest reward. And he's you can have as much of him as you want. Listen, 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 listen. You can't have as much money as you want. You can't have the biggest house that you want. Okay? You, do you understand what I'm saying? But God has made himself available saying, you can have all of me that you want, but you have to hunger. See, it's not like an appetizer. I'm going to take a little bit, nibble on it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. God wants you to come to him like you're starving. Okay? And feast on him. And long for him. And love him. And cherish him. And want him. Okay? Meaning he's your life. I mean, that's what you think about the most. Yeah, I've had all this stuff, but none of that stuff brought any lasting satisfaction. But back to our original premise, okay? In life, we do struggle, okay? In darkness, okay? And again, we're like, we, we, we ask this question, and if you haven't, here's the thing, you really haven't lived that long. Lord, why? Why have you allowed this? Why is this going on? I thought you were a God of love, mercy, and grace, and, and here you've done this. See, we acknowledge, we acknowledge he's God by saying, why have you done this? Meaning, why have you allowed this tragedy, this heartache, this darkness, this wickedness into my life? Okay, and so in one part, we're right. We're acknowledging this could not have happened unless you allowed it to happen, but then we're complaining that it happened as if God can make a mistake, which he cannot. We just need to grow up. Guys, what I've learned is this. The first phase is this. As I'm in that pain, and whatever it is in my life, I I'm crying out to God. God, take the pain away. Get me out of the season. Make the wrongs right. I mean, I'm kind of complaining. I'm hurt. I don't like it. I mean, it it's, it's terrible. You know what I'm talking about? And when I'm going over this devotion right now, some of you are thinking, Matt, because something has come to mind. Something that's happened, whether it was a divorce or the loss of a loved one, something has gone on. And so we're just crying out to God. We want God to be God. And we think, God, since he's God, take the pain away. 
friends, you got to realize it is the pain that shapes you. It molds your character. We don't like to hear that, and that is an absolute truth. But we're just crying out to God. God, I don't like where I'm at. I don't like how I'm feeling. Get me out of this. Just get me out of this. And it's the rarity that he does. But he will walk you through it. Phase one. Phase two, what does God do? God allows himself to be more known to you. As he's walking you through the pain and the suffering, the heartache, that storm, that wickedness, that darkness, okay? He allows you to feel him. He allows you to understand how he feels about it. He hates sin. He hates what some men do. He absolutely, he hates, okay, that Satan is a, a liar, a thief, a destroyer, and a murderer. And he's already spoken a word in his word and through light of eternity against these people. You have to realize God is drawing nigh to you. That's what's taking place, okay? You're crying out, you want out of it, and he, he doesn't just yank you out of it, but he, he, he comes and allows you to experience him on a different level, okay, that you've never experienced him. And if you hadn't gone through this tragedy or this heartache or this pain, you would have never experienced God on this level. You would have never needed God on this level. Well, what, 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 what happens next, man? You know what I'm saying? Listen very carefully what happens next. As you're drawing nigh to God because you're crying out to God, okay? What ends up taking place is this. You start to forget about the pain. You're like, well, no, there's no way. You stop and you, the pain is no longer your main issue. And, and you're like, I don't understand. See, you're crying out because you're hurting, but now as you embrace God, okay, you find something that's much better and greater than the pain. You find God himself. It, it's, it's crazy what happens but in, you're still feeling the pain. But there's something that's much greater than all that you've gone through. It's God. You start wanting more of God. You start understanding more of God. In the middle of the darkness, you're seeing the light. You're seeing truth. You're seeing how God feels about you, how He loves you, how He wants to take care of you and sustain you. And, and He's always been there. But you're just kind of perceiving it, and you're just kind of understanding it more. And now, it's not to say that these things aren't real, and it's not to say that this isn't painful. It's just, here's the thing, I'm engulfed with His love. And that means more to me than the pain that drew me into his arms. God is making spiritual deposits into your life. He's giving you something about him that you didn't know. You're like, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? He's sharing himself with you. Let me you. give you a great example in the Bible. And I love the story of Moses. Moses goes up, okay, to get the Ten Commandments. While Moses is up there chit-chatting with God, I like that, because he's just talking with God face-to-face. -face. Crazy. I know, I know. Hey, listen, listen, listen. He says, God... <laughs> let me see ya. Just one time. Just let me check you out. You know what I'm saying? Do you wear khaki shorts and like t-shirts during the summer? You know what I'm saying? God says, you can't see me because of my glory. And Moses persists. He says, God, I really want to see you. Meaning, I want to know you. And, and oftentimes, we want to see a person. We can, yeah, we can text and we can talk on uh, through emails. And we, I, I want to see you. I want to sit across from you. Do you know what I'm talking about? I want to see you talk to you. God says, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock, okay? And I'm going to put my hand over you, and I'm going to pass by. And Moses like, well, okay, okay, that sounds good, okay? Because you weren't going to give me anything at first. Moses kind of feels like, hey, I won. Huh? I'm the great negotiator. So Moses goes in the cleft of the rock, which is just a crack in the rocks. And God goes by with his glory. He puts his hand over him, okay? And here's the thing. When Moses comes down off of the mountain, okay, watch what happens. The people can't look upon Moses. Why? Because God's glory is upon his face. What else happens, okay? He starts writing the first five books of the Bible. Okay, well, how is that? 
He wasn't there with Adam and Eve. How, how could he write all that, okay? By God imparted that to him. God made a deposit into him. God's glory imparted something into him. He just starts writing it, okay? By the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, okay? But it was just like he was there because he was, because God went through him. When we are, okay, transitioning from pain to love, from darkness to light, and we're embracing God, okay? He's making spiritual deposits into your life to sustain you and to get you through that darkened season, okay? Watch this very carefully. Is taking the darkness and he's shining his light into it. He's shining his truth because during that darkness, Satan has come along and told you lies. Told you all these different things about God. He's bad-mouthed your Lord, okay? Told you all these terrible things and here's the thing. You're Mr. Doom and Gloom. You're in a depression and oppression, okay? But here's the thing. Now that you're drawing nigh to God, okay? He's shining light and his truth, okay? And his truth and he's making these deposits into your life. He's sharing himself, okay? It says this in Deuteronomy 29, 29. Says, the secret things belong to the Lord, but the things that he reveals to us are ours and to our children. Meaning the things that he reveals about himself. He's not, God's not going to contradict himself. I mean, he's not going to come up over the top of his word. And there's a lot of cults that say he does just that. And that's an absolute lie from the pit of hell and an abomination. That there's an additional word that's outside the word of God. Now, God's spirit can illuminate what's already there. Okay, but again, it's going to have to what line up with his will and scripture. Okay. That's free. That, that's a free one. That's free one. I had to throw that in there because there's quacks out there. There's psycho quacks. I like that one. That's a, that's a man cave. I coined that term. Psycho quacks. Okay, okay man. I understand. Where are you going? I'm, I'm going here. So God, during that time, is sharing himself with you on a new level that you've never experienced because you've cried out on a new level. Have you not? Because that season has drew you unto him and he's embraced you and he's making spiritual deposits of himself into your life. And you're like, okay, so he gets you through that season, that darkness, okay, that tragedy, that sorrow, okay, that depth of soul experience. He gets you through it. And as you're moving forward in life, here's what happens. You come across something really difficult that's happened to you, not equal to what you went through, but guess what? He's already deposited on the inside of you himself, okay? And what you are doing, okay, in that difficult situation is now you are withdrawing from what he's given you. Do you understand? He, he's placed these things inside you. You've experienced God. You've experienced his love. You've experienced his truth. He's made himself real. And now that is a part of you. It's baked in. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody can take it from you. The darkest of times, Satan himself and all of hell can't take what God has placed with on the inside of you. He can't take it. The spirit of the living God, the seal of God himself spiritually is upon your life. So when those demons, those devils, those principalities, the power and the wickedness of the air look upon your life, they can see that's a child of God. You see what I'm saying? We can't mess with him. The only way they can oppress you or mess with you is what? If God gives permission or you incorporate in sin and darkness and then they have a door that's opened. Free one, free one. Let me share one more principle and then we're going to close it down. Okay, stick with me for two more minutes. You need this. You're going through life, okay? Things are actually pretty good, okay? Because they're always good, okay? When you're in the light of God. Okay, when God has shined his glory and his life into your light, you're never the same when he reveals himself to you. You're never the same, okay? You've been changed. The old has passed away. Behold, 
All things have become new. You're going through life. It's not to say that life is perfect because life is not perfect. It's up, it's down, it's up and down. You guys understand? You ever got a pizza and they left off your favorite topping? Yeah, it's tough. That was a joke. Okay, watch this. You come across an individual in the workplace, at church, okay, at a gas station, okay, somewhere, okay, they've lost a loved one, okay, they're in a messy divorce, okay, uh, they're homeless, something has happened to them, okay, do you, do you know what you're going to do? You're going to make a deposit in their life from what God deposited into your life, meaning this, you've gone through a depth of soul experience and made it through, Okay, God has sustained you, but now you have a reservoir of God within you and you can share his light, life, and word. That which God took you through, now he's going to use your life to impact someone else's life. And oftentimes, watch this very carefully, when we're in the midst of it, there always seems to be someone that God uses to help us. Just a kind word. I don't know what it is. Look, look, I honestly don't know. I, know, I, I can tell you this, I know what it was in my life. And I sure did appreciate it, but at the time I was in such distress, I couldn't recognize those helping hands. I couldn't recognize the hands of Jesus and the mercy of Jesus and the love of Jesus and the grace of Jesus that was being demonstrated through that person decided to be a vessel unto honor and not unto dishonor. That person decided to minister. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me share something with you. This process that God allows into our life, okay, helps us to grow in greater intimacy with Him, okay? There's a reason this has entered your life, okay? If it was all ease, comfort, and pleasure, oftentimes we're not really looking at God because we're happy. We're being entertained. We have more than enough. But during these times, okay, when we're in these darkened periods of our life, during these darkened seasons, what are we doing? We're holding on to God. He's our anchor because here's the thing, the waters are too rough for the ship. I, I, I can't make it through. Look at, look at a lot of life, we can try to grind through, but there's sometimes it's so dark and so tragic, okay? Meaning there's so much sorrow and of heart and pain, okay? We just, the only thing we can do is hold on to that life buoy, okay? We hold on to Jesus. It's during those times that you're growing. What are you growing in? Intimacy with God. You're finding out how much He actually really loves you and that He really does care, okay? And there's a reason behind everything He allows and does. You're growing in Christ. Guys, if you find yourself in a darkened place, if you find yourself in the shadows, okay, and it's kind of gloomy, I, I want you to realize that God is going to shine His light into that situation, okay? I know a lot of you that are listening to this right now, you might be in a place that I've been talking about. You might be in a place of darkness or in the shadows, okay? God's light's going to shine forth. You, look at, look at, look at. The key to your deliverance and the key to the Christian life is being satisfied with God, where God is everything. That's the key. I mean, people always want the mystery of the Christian life. That's the key. Being satisfied with God and God alone. Okay? Putting Him first. Loving Him first. That's the key. When God is your everything, when you're satisfied with Him, you're, you'll know this. You'll know your deliverance is near. You know what I'm saying? When the circumstances don't matter anymore. And you're like, when the circumstances of what's taking place don't matter anymore, okay? You'll know you're there. He's delivering you. He's delivered you. He's imparted Himself to you. You're changed. Oh my goodness. Guys, 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 no, no, no kidding around. When it happens, you, you won't believe it. Because up until that time, that point, it, it's been you trying to get through that darkness. You trying to fight through the pain and the suffering and, and not understanding, okay? And, and having these concepts of God and having knowledge of God and, and everything that you've experienced in life, trying to, trying to just make sense of it, okay? Because it's so awful, okay? 
But when He's everything, you're near to deliverance. And once you're near there and the circumstances don't matter, you found deliverance, okay, in the arms of Christ. He finally got through the breakthrough that you've always been wanting has taken place. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.